Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hi there. How are you? How is your weekend? A new day, a new week starts right now, Monday, February 21st, 2022. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. Uh, it's President's Day. This holiday is celebrated this time of the year because it's close to George Washington's birthday. It's actually tomorrow, February 22nd. He was our first president. The concept is we honor him and all the presidents thereafter on the third Monday of February every year. And we do that by, you know, getting a good deal on a couch or a drone or whatever. Happy President's Day. Get up. All right, we start with the top stories. I was worried that I would be reporting on a war this morning, but thankfully I'm not. The latest with Russia and Ukraine is that President Biden might be sitting down with Vladimir Putin. The summit would be a last-ditch effort to prevent Russia's invasion of Ukraine. This meeting is being brokered by French President Emmanuel Macron. He wants it to happen, but there are plenty of people that don't. There is no date or location selected as of now, but they better move fast if it's going to happen. The U.S. said the meeting won't happen if Moscow's troops advance any further into Ukraine. And according to intelligence agencies, Russia appears to be continuing preparations for a full-scale assault very soon. All right, all right, let's get into sports. A bunch went down over the weekend. Another drama-filled Winter Olympics in the books. The U.S., who were favored to win the medal count by many, did not. No, we did not. We finished fifth overall with eight gold, 10 silver, and seven bronze. That's 25 medals total. Compare that to Norway's 37. Dang, Norway. Snowboarder Lindsay Jacobellis won two golds over there, which is fantastic. Actually, women won 52% of the medals for Team USA. Nice job, ladies. Mixed gender events were responsible for 16% of our medals, so that means the fellas are bringing home 32%. We'll do it all again in four years. And by the way, I thought this was funny. According to a new survey, 50% of people think they could compete in the Winter Olympics. 50%. Uh, Before the NBA All-Star Game went down last night, some celebs participated in the Celebrity All-Star Game on Friday. Machine Gun Kelly, Tiffany Haddish, country singer Kane Brown, rappers Quavo and Jack Harlow, they all played. Peloton instructor Alex Toussaint was named the MVP of the game. And then, last night, Team Durant against Team LeBron and the real thing. Steph Curry was crowned MVP of this one after hitting an All-Star Game record 16 three-pointers. He's the Norway of threes. Uh, He had 50 points overall, and with a LeBron James walk-off fadeaway jump shot, which he said was inspired by Michael Jordan, Team LeBron barely managed to get the win, 163 to 160. Close game, exciting. My favorite part of the night was seeing Michael Jordan. He showed up at halftime for the NBA's 75th anniversary team ceremony. He was the last one to be announced, and I think that's because he quickly flew from Florida to Ohio. He was at the Daytona 500 yesterday, and then the next thing you know, he's in Cleveland. He's the Norway of private jets. Uh, And speaking of that race, the great American race, Austin Sindrick was your winner, his first ever NASCAR Cup Series victory. Bubba Wallace came in second. There were lots of crashes, but according to reports, no major injuries. All right, getting into entertainment news, we just got to see one of Bob Saget's final on-screen appearances. There's a rapper named Designer, that's spelled with two I's. He just released a music video for a song of his called Bacon. 
That's B-A-K-I-N, not like the food, bacon. Uh, Bob Saget appears as a chef in the video. I have it linked in our Instagram stories if you want to see it. It's not clean, though. Know that in advance. Some language. Chrissy Teigen just revealed that she's undergoing IVF treatments. This comes after she and John Legend lost a baby back in 2020. She said she doesn't mind the shots, but wants everyone to stop asking if she's pregnant, because she's not. She's just bloated from the injections. According to the Santa Fe District Attorney, Alec Baldwin might be telling the truth when he says he did not pull the trigger on the set of the movie Rust, you know, the accident that uh, unfortunately killed a cinematographer. Uh, she said she did some testing on the gun in question, and you can pull the hammer back partway and then let it go, and the firing pin can hit the primer of the bullet, all without pulling the trigger, and FBI analysis of the weapon is still pending. Actress Alexandra Daddario, she was in that show White Lotus and that Baywatch movie. She just had some drama at her house in Los Angeles. A 24-year-old resident of Colorado showed up. He was banging on her door. There were reports of him yelling stuff about the actress. The police were called. They found a gun in his car. He was arrested. Scary stuff. And if you're a fan of the movie 16 Candles, you'll like this. Molly Ringwald's mom forgot her birthday in real life. She posted a uh, screenshot between her and her mom. It's up in our Instagram stories right now, at First Thing Pod on Instagram. Her mom forgot her birthday. I guess that happens in the movie. I'll be honest, I am 38 years old, so I'm right in that window, but I have never seen 16 Candles. Just one of those things. Not gonna lie about it. Sorry, guys. I know I'm gonna get messages about that, but let's uh, let's move on to movie and TV news. Uncharted was the number one movie this week, and even though the weekend kind of includes today too, right? Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg's video game movie made $44 million domestically. Uh, Adam Sandler and LeBron James have teamed up for a new basketball movie called Hustle. They're co-producers on this thing. Adam Sandler is in it as well. He's a uh, basketball scout. It looks good. The trailer is up in our Instagram stories right now. Uh, also up there, I've got the first photos of Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al in that upcoming biopic. I can't wait for this. Those photos are up at First Thing Pod on Instagram. I have two pieces of news on George R.R. R. Martin. He's that fella behind Game of Thrones. First, he just announced that filming on season one of the GOT prequel, House of the Dragon, has wrapped. I'm sure it'll be like another eight years before we actually see it. That's how fast they work over there. Also, he announced that he teamed up with Marvel to release his wildcard series of short stories as comic books. Later this year, the cast of Martin is getting back together for a 30-year anniversary reunion special on BET. The special was filmed yesterday, and outside of the core cast, they haven't announced the special guests, but promise there are a bunch of them. All five seasons of Martin, by the way, can be streamed whenever you want on BET+. Uh, did you ever watch the show Cheers? In my opinion, one of the best sitcoms ever made. Uh, if you know the show, you know that Norm, played by George Went, was always sitting at that bar, drinking beer after beer, and he always put him on his tab. Well, someone just calculated how much Norm's bar tab would have been by the end of the 275 episodes of that show. Uh, using clues throughout, it was determined that Norm owed Sam $124,406.90. Honestly, not as much as I would have thought. Okay, on TV today and tonight, after being delayed, America's Got Talent Extreme finally premieres tonight on NBC. Uh, after that on NBC, the series premiere of The Endgame, new show. The series premiere of All American Homecoming is on The CW. The Bachelor is back tonight on ABC. I guess they take it on the road to Vienna, Austria. Celebrity Big Brother, 911 Lone Star, The Cleaning Lady, Snowpiercer, and Promised Land are all on tonight as well. Oh, and Allie and I watched the first two episodes of that show Severance on Apple TV+, and I really liked it. Recommend. Getting into some music news now. I mentioned last week that Justin Bieber kicked off his world tour in San Diego, and then he promptly got COVID. Bummer. He was scheduled to play a show last night in Vegas, and it was postponed for June. No word on the next few dates of the tour quite yet. 
So tomorrow is the day that Kanye is supposed to release his new album, Donda 2. I predicted a while ago that he wouldn't actually release it on that date. I think I was wrong. I think it's coming out, but there is a catch. It's basically going to cost you $200 if you want this album. He's releasing it through his own music player. It's called a stem player, and it's $200. It kind of looks like a smoke detector, like that pager you get at Olive Garden, so they let you know when your table's ready. Uh, Since he made the announcement, he's already made millions of dollars selling these things, and now we'll just have to wait and see how the release goes tomorrow. Oh, and his Donda 2 record release concert is going to air in a bunch of IMAX theaters across the country. It is Monday again, so that means it's time for me to once again say the Encanto soundtrack is still the number one album in the country. I want to point out, though, albums by Eminem and Dr. Dre returned to the top 10 thanks to that halftime show. And Chris Stapleton, love that dude. He just extended his tour. He added more than 20 dates to his All-American Roadshow tour. Yes, yes, keeping it moving. A very efficient show we run over here. Uh, Some additional headlines for you before I get out. You probably saw the headline yesterday, but the queen has COVID. I mentioned last week that she spent some time with Prince Charles right before he tested positive. Uh, and the worry was that she got it from him. Seems like she did. Either that or she was kissing Justin Bieber. I don't know. She's 95 years old. UK media reports that she's fully vaccinated and she is apparently experiencing mild cold-like symptoms. Scientists just confirmed that a 93 million year old crocodile fossil does in fact have a dinosaur in its stomach. This thing was discovered in 2010 and it has finally been confirmed that before dying, the crocodile ate a small dinosaur. My main takeaway here is that crocodiles have been around for 93 million years. I probably learned that at some point and forgot it, but that's insane. We are practically living amongst dinosaurs. Good for them for making it this long. Uh, Hey, an update on a story from last week, that flaming ship that's floating around the Atlantic Ocean with over a thousand Porsches on it. Well, it also has a bunch of Bentleys, 189 to be exact, and it's still burning in the ocean. There are some firefighter boats trying to get it under control. I like this one. Iceland just announced they are done issuing whaling permits. How is that even still a thing until now? Uh, I thought about putting this in movie news for everyone that loves Back to the Future as much as I do, but the DeLorean Motor Company just announced a return. They're coming back as fully electric vehicles, and they're bringing back those famous X-Wing doors that we all know from Marty and Doc's adventures. Will they have a flux capacitor, though? That's the question. And I like to bring you online trends when I can, and I guess the new thing on TikTok is custard toast. It's basically egg and yogurt on bread, and then you bake it for a few minutes. People love it. They say it's life-changing. I'm gonna link a video with that recipe in our Instagram stories right now if you want it. All right, just about done here. I end things with a positive story, and I'll admit it, guys, I uh, I shed a tear this morning, and I'm typically a, a robot. I don't cry too often. Uh, this video got me, so I, I wanted to share it. You may have seen it. I, I guess it's been going around TikTok for a bit. This guy, his name is Andrew Prue. He lives in Florida. He was opening his birthday gifts, and his wife was filming him. Sadly, Andrew just lost his father. He passed away just before his daughter, India, was born, so the two of them never got to meet. But Andrew's wife, Alexis, found an artist online who could make a very beautiful portrait of Andrew's dad holding his granddaughter. So when Andrew opened the gift, he just, he lost it. So did I. It's very emotional. The video is up in our Instagram stories right now. If you feel like starting your President's Day with a good cry, why not? The show is over now. That was a lot to get through on this Monday morning. Appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening. Uh, I don't know if you have the day off today. I know a lot of folks do, but uh, thank you for, for continuing to make First Thing with Kevin Mano part of your daily routine. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. I'm back tomorrow. First Thing. Talk to you then. Please tell your friends about this show. And yes, please keep continuing to do that. Tell everyone you know. Thanks. Bye.